Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. In today's episode, we ask the burning modern question, if you love trailers, do you hate movies? Are trailers one way of enhancing the moviegoing experience, or do they just spoil everything? Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Captain America, Civil War, Quarantine, Terminator Genesis, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Rogue One, the 2014 reboot of Godzilla, From Dusk Till Dawn, Watchmen, and Eyes Wide Shut. We have this uh, podcast about movies, and so inevitably the topic of movie trailers comes up quite a bit. And uh, we always run into this interesting sort of, I don't know if it's a predicament or it's just an issue or something unique, in that uh, many of the folks who participate in the podcast or who host or who appear regularly decide of their own volition to not watch trailers for movies that they are most excited about seeing. Um, And because we mention this from time to time, lots of folks ask questions uh, through the miracle of the Internet technology. And they ask things like, oh, well, how do you decide and what do you do when you're at the theater? And did you watch this trailer? Did you not watch this trailer? Why? And I think one of the reasons is that people are genuinely interested. Is this something that's going to enhance my movie-going experience? Should it be something that I take on for myself? Should it not be? And because I think with good reason, the, the idea of a movie trailer is a time-honored tradition. It's been the thing that uh, has gotten people to the movies for quite a long time. Uh, and now the premise and the way that a trailer has been cut over the years has obviously evolved and changed wildly. That's the that's key here. Yes, Trailers are not key. what they once were. Exactly. So I thought that it would be nice to take us through an episode uh, where we argue pros and cons for for and against trailer watching so matt's on the show tonight matt as a general rule what's your stance on trailers in in a line i uh, will watch them after i've seen the movie right tyler you're on the show here here i am um what what's the, what do you what? what's your stance on, on where do you trailers? stand on trailers? Trailer if it's a, if it's a if it's a movie that i want to see that i have some uh context for already uh, certainly knowing that I will see it whether or not I see the trailer. If I know I will see this movie without seeing the trailer, I won't watch the trailer. Okay. But I like trailers for for movies. But, you know, <laughs> for movies that I've certainly never heard about, I think trailers are fun. But usually they're just absolutely full of spoilers. Right. And if, if I want to preserve my viewing experience, I will go in pure. Pure. That's that was language. a lot more than. That's the language we use. To my, I know. I didn't tell stance. him a line. I just told you a line. Oh, I got. <laughs> I got. Just. I'm just kidding. A tweet. Tyler gets a Facebook. Status. Patrick's on the show. <laughs> Where do you stand on the issue of trailers? Uh, What's your official position? I stand with Tyler. Verbatim. It sounds like a button. Yeah. I stand with Tyler. It yeah. should be a T-shirt. If I know Tyler, Tyler something I want to see, then I won't. I won't watch the trailer or even the teaser for it. But. Uh, if I have no dog in the fight, I'll watch the trailer at the theater because I just get sick of covering my eyes for every single thing that comes sure. up. Yeah, that's fair. Mike Jensen, uh, you're a man of conflict, double-minded man, unstable in all you do. That's me. Where do you stand? <laughs> uh, I If I paid for the ticket to get in there, I, I'll watch whatever's on the screen. Ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> Dang, ooh. anything. No, no, man. <laughs> it's your money's worth. It's a value. No, no, that's right. It's like the may, movie may have been that's, terrible, but doggone, I saw some great trailers. There's no way to live your life, man. I mean, if they're going to 
try and sell me refreshments, I'm going to watch it. If they're going to show me but you, trailers, you're I'm putting yourself it. at risk. You do feel you experience the conflict, though. You often talk about how you've seen too much. You're living in remorse <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can't unsee yeah, it, bro. You, you can't. You can't take it back. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. The last time we went into the theater and I saw a trailer and it, it was way too much. I think it must have been trailer three as they progressed and really showed you the whole storyline. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so it was it was pretty rough and I did regret it, but yeah. But he paid for the ticket. <laughs> I paid for the ticket so at least I know what that movie's like. Paid that ten seventy five. Liam's on yep. the show again. Liam? Bongiorno. What's your position? Uh, my position well, this coming from a guy who like I religiously watched trailers. I mean, I, I thought they were, I'd watch them on my lunch break. Like I thought they were just crazy fun. But uh, and then, but then something just actually when Star Wars: Force Awakens came out, it's like, no, no. And we started our Star Wars pure this, campaign. This is I, I got to go in fresh from yeah. like day one. I'm not yeah, watching man. anything. Yeah. And it all just changed. And yes, when that changed like for me, I realized, wait a second, am I going to watch other trailers as well? Because it's kind of a nifty policy. No, sir, I'm not. You know why? Because I'm going to start getting other spoilers for Star Wars if Preach. I'm looking at these other trailers. No, nah, I'm just, yeah, no more trailers, like, at all anymore. Look mm-hmm. at you, man. You've Cold seen the light. Just, I'm, I'm done. Change Never no again. Trailers anymore. It just ruins it. Yeah. Um, I'm Josh. I'm on the show, and I must admit that uh, giving up trailers was tough for me. It was like, you know, uh, like a, a drug addict or something. Like Liam, I enjoyed trailers very much. And, in fact, what we're about to talk about in a second, m- many of the most intense or memorable movie-going experiences that I've experienced in my life were prefaced by a wonderful trailer. Yeah. So I, I, it took me a while to make the connection that Tyler mentioned a while back, which is that I think uh, much of it comes down to Taylor, trailers are just so different now yep. than they once were. Um, and we've begun to... Mo- movie culture in general is so different now where, especially if you're like us and you happen to like to read about updates about who's writing what and who got signed on for this and though they're making a sequel to this now, if you even put a toe in that world, then information for stuff is flying at you constantly. And by the Usually time covered in thumbnails. Covered in... Yeah, you're immersed in thumbnails, set photos, trailers for the trailer. Right. right. Uh, so it's, it's really hard... To preserve yourself from from information and going fresh, I think we're we're not talking about a time even ten or twenty years ago where the trailer's the first time you're even hearing that this movie exists at all, right? And uh, and then you don't get to go home and watch it twenty five times, right? On your a pre internet movie age, right? So once I accepted the fact that things are so different, I uh, I gave up on trailers as well. I think like Liam. Um, Star Wars might have been the first one that I just went absolutely pure on. Uh, I had I had for some time cut out trailer two and three, obviously, because you know that now it's standard issue to get a teaser and then three trailers after the teaser. Yeah. By the That's time they get time. to the third one, like. How much more right. footage can they give you? You're watching 15 minutes of the movie. Exactly. By right. that point. One well, then. In the last year, they've started freaking releasing the first 10 minutes of some movies. And I'm like, why would anyone sit at home and watch the first 10 minutes on their crappy computer? Come on, Comic-Con. People are consumers and they're whores. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I could be a people. They just just want every... 
piece of spoiler that they could get before ever having to commit to that full movie. And that's, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. Tyler. Yeah, that's erroneous. That no, is all right, all right, all right. Let Mike reason, defend himself. No, no. Let's let's just get him. Yeah, yeah, the reason the reason we're all upset here about trailers is because they're full of spoilers, and we are absolutely against spoilers as principled human beings. Mm-hmm. Not even cinephiles or. Just with lovers, people just with pure hearts. With, with a moral compass, <laughs> we are against spoilers. Whether that yeah. be whether that be workplace chit chat next to the water cooler, talking about how some Shyamalan movie had a twist in it. Harumph, harumph. Jerks. Now spoilers are generated by these production studios and shoved down your faces, so that you can't enjoy now when Spider Man shows up in your favorite. Marvel film because you already know he's coming. Messed up. Yeah, that was so freaking annoying. Yeah. That stupid I thumbnail. I, I wish I didn't now, know that. Oh, yeah. just that what, thumbnail made yeah. me so the, mad. The more, stupid Marvel. The more that the more that a trailer shows, the the less you get to enjoy those moments in the theater. Instead of a collective just moment of celebration during the Captain America Civil War fight scene. Instead of a collective moment of celebration when everyone in that audience could have cheered to see Spider-Man jump down, it's all ruined for everybody. Oh, of course we knew yeah. that was coming. We all saw that. Even if you didn't see the trailer, you saw that. So it's the, the best that we can possibly do is give it a nod. Yeah, there it is. Right. It's like you've been being force-fed ham sandwiches on old bread <laughs> and then you have to sit down and then they're like you have to eat this delicious meal and you want to eat that delicious meal but you've been being shoved other food down no, your face first let's, let's try and work on this metaphor a little bit it's a pretty yeah. solid it's like, metaphor it's like you're sitting down it's old like you're sitting sandwiches. down it's like you're sitting down to Thanksgiving meal, right? Yeah. And you're looking at that that turkey, and you're like, "You already force fed me one of the drumsticks." I'm yeah. Not even, I'm not already. Not I've not already had six spoons of mashed potatoes. It's already a mangled turkey, and I'm already half eaten here. Right. So the how presentation can I, is ruined. How can I enjoy this? Right. Sorry, mom. There you go. Not That's hungry. a better. Maybe the old ham sandwiches was not good. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really tracking with the ham okay. sandwich thing. It's because it's like a less good version of the real thing. Um. But here's the thing: we all know that. Uh, it's you. You pay a price when you give up trailers, because the world is e- experiencing a certain level of anticipation when they enjoy, and especially for a big event film. When the, you know, none of us, I'm assuming, have seen the trailer for the Last Jedi. Mike, did you watch that one? Yeah, he did. You see Cur- it? He did. Currently, Mike. currently, oh we're we're gosh. leading a campaign for some. some for God everyone to go Star Wars all. pure. All right, <laughs> and none of us yourself. have watched. None of us have watched the trailer for Last Jedi. I haven't seen a poster even. Yeah. Mike, uh, what have either. you done to yourself, yeah, Mike? Yeah, you just don't yeah. get it, do you? This is lead, you know. Just don't get it. I had a few. I was tired. <laughs> he needs an I'd accountability partner. A third monster. <laughs> where, where did you see it? Probably on YouTube. Oh, like on man. your phone? Yeah. Oh. I Chromecast it to the 720. Okay. Oh, inch. my gosh. <laughs> oh, I like how you described I mean, no, it guys. This is like it happened <laughs> like it was beyond right. his control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it happened. Uh, I'm not proud of it. So, yeah. so if, if, I can, if I can clarify a little more, trailers, ex- full-length trailers are usually just full of spoilers. Right. But I don't think that that has to be the case. 
there can be ways to promote a film without filling your trailer full of scenes, full of ending shots of your film. Right. Wait, are you right. speaking to the industry now? Yes, they're just, speaking oh, to the industry. Good luck. Man. I'm I'm telling the industry that when they're promoting, um, what was that that quarantine? Don't put the final shot in your trailer. <laughs> Wait, yeah, don't do monkey it. Monkey movie? No, Quarantine was the American remake of Record, the Mexican zombie movie. Oh, yeah. Don't About put the, the final firehouse. shot. Yes, the final shot of the, the big reveal ending of the movie is in, is the, in trailer. the trailer. And let's not stop that. Well, quarantine had other issues because it's also the poster for the movie. Right, it is. The cover yeah. for the movie. It's just, oh, they're geez. just putting, they're putting major plot points Didn't they put into the, the trailer. The, the twist title. for, or... I don't know some and some really key point of Terminator Genesis, Genesis, Genesis was on a poster yeah. or in a trailer. It's a huge yeah. spoiler for. Genesis I haven't seen it still, and I still don't know what that twist is because I'm that pure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Three years <laughs> later so, for a bad hey, Terminator so movie. You might as well stay pure, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> in their desperation to get people to see these films, are just giving away everything. But that doesn't have to be the case. There, there are ways that you can tease a film, like a proper tease. Without showing everything, give okay. us an example, Tyler. Well, le- actually, oh wait, Ooh. let's. I'm. I know that you guys have great examples. I'd like to jog your memories uh, and take us through just a few examples of of different sorts of trailers so that we can feed them back for our audience. So yeah, while you're listening to the show, please enjoy this hold music while we watch a trailer. Okay, we just watched the uh, highest quality YouTube had to offer <laughs> of the original uh, first fo- uh, trailer for Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park movie. Now, the reason I brought it up is for a couple reasons. I remembered seeing this trailer and exactly what that experience was like and the, you know, being like almost shaking with, oh, I've got to see that, and how I watched it. Uh, anytime I saw it on TV, I taped it like the TV version so mm-hmm. that I could watch it again. I obsessed over it. And then I had this huge experience. Now, you know, keep in mind, I was nine and then 10 years old. When, so it was, m- it was much different. I, I recognize that. It's a different time, a different place. But then I went back and rewatched the trailer to prep for this episode. And I thought, holy cow, that, ep- that trailer shows a ton. It's full of spoilers. So much. But what did you notice about that trailer? That but makes it a bit different than the... W- they trailer. don't show you the monster? They don't show any dinosaurs. Right, just pieces of them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Barely a glimpse. In and fact, defi- it's no, frustrating. Of really. Nothing of the T-Rex. None of the... T- well, they well, see, see the foot back of his eye. foot. Sure. His eye. And that eye was enough to make me like, holy crap, am I going to see the whole thing? Am I not going to see the whole yeah. thing? That, even though you're seeing huge bits of the narrative, even all the way at the end of the movie. Right, into the third act, yeah. Uh, the fact that they refuse to show you the monster mm-hmm. is, a bi- is a big difference in the way that we experience yep. mm-hmm. trailers now. Yeah, but I still have to argue that in what it showed you is enough to spoil the movie. I agree. I agree. I think if I had been older, and especially if that same trailer was cut the same way now, it would st- I would still give them, uh, you know, I would compliment their restraint for not showing the dinosaurs. Yeah. I think they'd absolutely, I mean, the trailer for Jurassic World is just riddled with dinosaurs mm-hmm. from start to finish. Yeah. But I would say, well, I knew they were going to open the doors. 
Right. Because they say so in the trailer that they're going to open, <laughs> that they figured out how to open the it's door. It's crazy yeah. that the gira- that now they're like shoving dinosaurs in. Like no one who sees the title of that film, Jurassic World, doesn't know it's going to be full of dinosaurs. Surely now <laughs> they have so much cachet after like 24 years, they can just be like, hey, so here's just some attractive actors. We'll show them running. You all know exactly. This is Dinosaurs in Peril. Right. So just get ready for that. You yeah, could just put they, up two minutes of dinosaurs and peril, Jurassic World, and I'd be like, all right, <laughs> just, just, those, like just the words. Yeah, yeah I'm like, Listen, uh-huh. that's all I need. But this is the question I want to ask you guys because we. Uh, it seems like there's some agreement here that the trailer shows too much. Even in '93, it showed too much. But the question is, what did that enhance? Would that enhance or detract from the movie-going experience, even if you're not 10 and it's not 93 like now? Um, Because I then, and I know I have since then, before giving up trailers, and I'm sure other people like fans of big franchises would argue the same thing, that thing made me so excited for this movie that by the time I sat down, I was already flying. You know what I mean? Like there was no way the movie could do wrong, and then it just delivered on everything. I I was in the clouds and watching that trailer a million times is part of what got me there. Right, but that's part of the problem, is that they come out with a trailer and people that obsess over the trailers and watch them a dozen times, they memorize each and every one of those short little scenes. So before you go into the movie, you know that those, those Ford Explorers are going to get flipped. You yeah. know one of them's going to be falling out of a tree at some That's point. Right, yeah. You know that person's not going to die because you've seen them later on. Right. So right. If they're so in danger in Act 2, you know they're you, fine. Yeah. Right. So as you're memorizing these little scenes and you're waiting for them to take place, you know that they will either increase or completely ruin your the tension of any given scene. Because you know that they haven't gotten there yet. And it's ruining the timeline. Like, for instance, let's jump forward to Jurassic World. If you watched those trailers, you know that as soon as the park owner gets in that helicopter, he's going to be crashing into that aviary. That's, yeah. And so the tension's ruined. You know, you know this character is about to yeah. die. But if you don't watch the trailer, you are surprised and shocked that they killed off the park. Oh. I was surprised and shocked that they killed off the owner. Me of the too. Park. I couldn't believe it. Now you had. Now you're going to this movie and having no idea pterodactyls are attacking the the park crowds. Yeah. But the trailer ruins that for you. Yeah. God, Thank goodness I didn't see that trailer. Or what's happening more and more is studios are so desperate to get trailers out 18 months, uh, two years in advance of their film, especially when they're massive films, they put footage in the trailer that is not in the movie. For example, the classic most recent one that we've discussed is the shot of the two shots of Jin for what was that Rogue movie one. called? Rogue, Rogue One, one <laughs> a Star Wars story. I can remember. Like the one where she's in the black armor looking backwards and it's in that cool lit tunnel and the one where she's walking and the TIE fighter comes up. So if you've seen that trailer, you are constantly expecting those two things to happen to the point where you can even be taken out of the current narrative because you're like, okay, here comes that freaking awesome shot with the TIE fighter and then it doesn't happen and so you think to yourself, wait, then is she going to go back on top of that tower? What? 
Is yeah. that not? There's another that's part that's going to happen, gonna happen sure. there because she's still got to face off with that Tie Fighter. But I thought maybe she'd done that part, and so that's all it. of a sudden your experience is diminished because of a desperation for studios to hype people up, even though no one needs another freaking star. Didn't Adam Driver say when he was doing stuff for the next for episode eight, he was like, "Man, I wish there were no trailers for this movie." Right. He did. We talked about that on yeah. the moose. Right. I remember on the moose. Um, like we, <laughs> no one in the world needs another Star Wars trailer. No, yeah, no agreed. one. But here, they're here. coming. They're all, you know. Of they're course, they're coming. Like an uh, invading horde of zombies. Hey, okay, we're. <laughs> Okay. That's right, zombies. He compared yeah. trailers. Speaking from the perspective of a locust, uh, zombie. Been better. Yeah, you're not the zombie. The trailer's the zombie. Yeah, they come you're for the you and they eat your All brains. Right. See, it works as a, as a victim who my who's brainless now. Yeah, my experience with trailers mostly is that uh, I sit in awe, but not expectation. Meaning, like, I only thought about those scenes that were cut when. You know, post the movie, and right. thought, and so then and, and and had a had a post feeling, being like, oh, that I wonder what they were doing with that, or if that was just something that they were doing for test shots or something. Mm. You know, it for me personally, it didn't take me out of the moment because I didn't, I don't hold on to the trailer. That's the difference. Is there's people who obsess over trailers, and the film is just ruined for them. They they either generate some sort of expectation. And they mold these this random sh- this random collection of scenes. I wasn't about to cuss. This random selection of scenes. Random selection. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> you were just doing a show. These, these random shots from right. the movie uh, into some expectation in their brain that the movie doesn't live up to, or they're sitting there in the movie waiting for the scenes from the trailer to play. And it's all because they're obsessed over the trailers, or they've seen it one too many times, where they can't get the or images out of their brain. Or nine too many times. Or, so you're or, saying you've seen the trailer once, and there's been enough time in between seeing the trailer and seeing the movie that you've forgotten most of it. You remember I hope how so. you remember how the trailer made you feel, but you don't remember specific scenes. I have a, I have a trailer mindset when I'm watching a trailer versus watching the movie. That you're 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 trying to make a decision, yes or no. And then quickly forgetting everything you can about that. Trailer. No, and I would say <laughs> it's more of like a, a mush, a mush brain experience where I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna hit me, but I'm not gonna hold on to it. It's not yeah. even an active He's yes or no. I hope like not. Amazing command over your memory. That here's <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> or doesn't, which is maybe a problem. Here's my I'm not, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not fighting for watching trailers. I'm just saying from, I think in the focus group, I'm the person that they're going to want to talk to because, (laughs) because they're like, these are probably the trailers are meant for someone like me. It's not going to obsess, but also going to be like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, that shot helps. I I don't, I don't completely (laughs) disagree with uh, what Mike's saying as a possibility, but here's my experiential pushback. And I can use an example that we've mentioned before on the show, which is the, trailer for the 2014 uh, Godzilla reboot that Gareth Edwards directed. Now, we've argued I think elsewhere or just interpersonally behind the scenes that the trailer is effective and simple because it doesn't show you uh, it almost doesn't show you the monster You're describing the teaser. Maybe. It was the the only thing that I watched. The teaser is is very dramatic uh, monologue. It was by Brian Cranston, right? No, it wasn't Brian Cranston and it was... it was mostly the the commander for the military. Yeah, it was aboard oh. aboard a Stanley Tucci, um, <laughs> a, a drop ship. Is that who it is? No, 
Stanley guy. Tucci's not in Godzilla. It's the <laughs> other guy. It's the Stanley Tucci type. <laughs> is it Godzilla? Was he delivering? He's no. He's praying over these these it's uh, a, it's Paris a troopers. Speech. Yeah, yeah he's as they're about to jump out yeah. and how their and courage is needed and all. The this teaser stuff. is just watching paratroopers fall down through the clouds into uh, the wrecked city. Yeah. No, yeah. there was that trailer where it's the airplane has crashed and it's the shot from above and there's all the cars on the green no. field. It's not in the and trailer. Then the doors are you're closing. You're thinking of that the doors closing are at the end of this trailer. Oh. But you're thinking of when the when the camera comes down after they drop in and it, it shows you some of that footage where there's like a flare that goes up and you right. see a leg move. Um, but at the end of the trailer, there's this shot from inside, like a tank door or something, as it's closing, and that's the only glimpse of Godzilla that you get. You see him roar for a second, right as the doors are closing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, that was amazing!" And I, I only watched it once. It was months and months before the movie came out. I said, "I'm so pumped! I won't watch it again." Mm. And then when I went to see the movie, I didn't feel like it detracted because it didn't really say much about the narrative at all. But it when did. when it did say a lot about the narrative. It, it didn't say it did not resonate much about the narrative in my mind so the narrative parts of the trailer didn't stick with me like Mike's saying mm-hmm. but when it got to the scene where the doors are closing in the in the finished film it's different it's like showing you Godzilla fight with the Muto right. so even though I wasn't waiting for like where's that thing from the thing it took me out of that very cool moment because my brain went huh that's not the same thing but I wasn't problem. mad. I wasn't, ups- you know what I mean? Right. But now I'm thinking about something other than that moment. There are multiple problems with that trailer. Here one, one, th- <laughs> what you just described, you were waiting for that scene to happen. And when you got there, it was changed. What was so, it actively so waiting? So one, you yeah. were waiting for the scene to happen okay. because you well, thought it was not, a cool not scene. Not actively. Two, when actively. you got there. A little checkbook. Yeah. Two, when you got there, the scene had changed and it threw you off. Yeah, because it, now it was Godzilla fighting the Mutu. And three, the worst, the worst crime out of all of this is that the trailer led you to believe that they were cowering in fear from Godzilla alone. That we, it was essentially the human race versus Godzilla. But that is not what the movie is. That's true. You're right. The trailer very much sold a premise of Godzilla as the antagonist. Right. And he turned out that trailer is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so that that trailer is misleading yeah. because of that scene. And also the very cool inspiring speech that you get from the military commander Stanley Tucci. Not in the film. I still can't right. figure out who that is. Listen. Like, can I can I give credit like to like like just during this discussion I'm thinking of like good trailers that not only misled but just gave you like like kind of an anticipation for. One of those was uh, from Dust Till Dawn with uh, Tarantino and George Clooney because yeah. you have no idea. You gotta be careful be with spoilers. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, from Dust Till Dawn, it's a weird <laughs> example because the movie turns into a different movie. It was at fantastic. A yeah. it, it was takes a, great. It takes a left turn. I haven't seen yeah. the movie, but I know that it takes that turn. Yeah. yeah. You should I watch mean, it. it takes an outrageous <laughs> turn. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Finish your thought. You're saying it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's just like that. I mean, that was good because it was misleading. There's a... A lot of early M. Night Shyamalan trailers were fantastic because they were just like a clip from the movie that just build the suspense to it. And that's all you had to it. Uh, Unbreakable was one that... Yeah, with the doctor some, talking about there's not a scratch on you. slow yeah. pan back. It's like, I remember oh, this that is trail. great. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I really want to know what what happened yeah. in this train crash. Like, what, And it's called Unbreakable. Why is it called Unbreakable? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was great. It was great. Trailers um, can still convince you to see a movie without showing you evidence. I think a, tra- a trailer's yeah. job should be to explain, to illustrate the tone of a movie using 
non-narrative shots from the first and second act. Why don't you work it out before you give it to us? Yeah, I, that's, you're trying to, I like you're, that's a fine pipe dream, but a trailer's job is a promotional company. Yeah, to get get you to see, so they don't care about that. All that's right, not what it's for. We're going to take a brief break right here to get... Uh, I've just got a couple more bits of fodder before this thing's over. Uh, I thought we'd watch the trailer to Watchmen because I know that uh, most of us uh, have talked at some point about being hyped by that trailer and excited to see the movie. Right. And then we, m- most of us liked the movie after the fact. Now to watch it now, the Full thing just, it's just the movie. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> many spoilers. They, they compacted yeah. all three hours into the yeah. <laughs> yeah. trailer. So was your experience better or worse for having seen it? Did it ruin it? Were you taken mm-hmm. out of it? Uh, well, Personally, my experience with the movie was not ruined by the trailer because I had already read the comic. So I feel like that trailer had had yeah, it had some work it had to do to convince people, look how good this will be because it's just like the comic. Mm-hmm. The or, or for That's people fair. that had never read the graphic novel, look at this awesome superhero movie. But it, for them, it's full of spoilers. Sure, that's Even, true. Actually, there's even spoilers in it for people who have read the graphic novel because they changed the ending, and that ending scene is in the trailer. <laughs> it's in the, trailer. Yeah. the last scene <laughs> is in there. I wonder if um, so many of the trailers that I don't watch now are trailers that belong to a franchise like Apes or Star Wars, or they belong to um, horror movies because horror movies are notoriously bad. At sure. putting spoilers in, and horror movies are so dependent on jump twists scares. and turds and jump scares and secrecy and not knowing things and building suspense. Twist so I'm like, turds. I won't, I won't. I, t- as I said turn, not turd. Twist and turds. Twist, <laughs> twisted and turd. Twist depending and turd. on the type of horror movie it is, maybe. Um, and so I'm like, I won't. If it's a horror movie that I know I want to see, I won't watch a trailer. If it's a franchise I know that I'm going to see, I won't watch the trailer. But then if it's a movie like. Um, there's this movie coming out. Sofia Coppola has directed one called The Beguiled. And I watched the first 20 seconds of the trailer and then went, oh, totally this looks cool. And I'm, I want to make sure I don't see anything else. So I turned it off. But there's, So there are some times I'll still watch a trailer. But most of the time now when I'm like, I'm going in pure, it's because it's already an established franchise. or already an established um genre that i know i want to see so i don't need a trailer to inspire mm-hmm. me to go see a movie but like that movie or you can or you can rely on your friends who have seen the trailer sure oh, i can just ask mike if to it tell works you, good <laughs> go true. see okay. this movie <laughs> let's go see this movie but don't watch the trailer. but then like that movie that's coming out valerian this summer i read those comic books and i was like oh man it's the guy that did fifth element i like him but i don't know if this is going to look good so i did watch the first trailer and i went yeah i'll probably go and see that now well that's i i'm going to create a cause or um, I'm going to argue a cause for uh, a situation that I think that you're you're sort of describing. It's sort of similar for when I think trailers are permissible for the hardcore cinephile. One, one is like I, I'll still go sit down in the theater and I'll watch the trailers that come on. And if one's like, oh, this is that movie, then I look down and I you know turn on my earbuds or whatever. 
but this is a concept that I made up. Uh, Actually, that's where my idea. Take your earbuds in. You put that's them in. That's my idea Matt. to have your headphones in. Matt loves it. He, he I've never heard Matt talk listen about it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, to, <laughs> listen to music loudly so you can't hear anything because your fingers and your ears will not work in Dolby Atmos. It doesn't work. you got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. Gotta my go. thing you is just, just walk Tyler away. just leaves. Yeah, or yeah, just same leave. Same here. But, you know, something comes on and it starts to play and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'll just watch it. And sometimes I end up thinking, oh, that might be okay. And yeah. I don't care because I didn't have a ton of stake in it anyway. Or if it's like, wow, this is looking really cool, then I'll look down and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go for the earbuds anyway. Right. Um, yeah, it's okay to give up on a trailer halfway through. Yeah, if, in if fact. If you've been convinced, stop watching the trailer. Yeah, you don't because need to see yeah, any more Most scenes. of the most spoilery stuff culminates as the trailer progresses. Right, right. it's a crescendo of spoilers. Now... <laughs> I'm going to argue something from our friend uh, Josiah, who's uh, been on the show a bunch and who, like Mike, watches trailers now. But Josiah will go further, won't he? Just track down the script and read the whole thing. Yes, he's not. He's wildly stop it disrespectful when it comes to spoilers. God, God. But yeah. once he told me, I was encouraging him not to watch a trailer for. Uh, I believe it was the <laughs> the bad friend Fantastic Four reboot. Which mm-hmm. one? The, the most recent, most recent yeah, one. the one that oh, okay. only, the Josh Trank one that only Tyler okay. watched. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and bef- <laughs> before we knew, it sounded like it could be something we'd see. So I sure. wasn't watching trailers. And uh, Josiah was like, yeah, I watched the trailer. And I said, why, man? You should actually try to, you know, because you know you're going to end up seeing it. Just don't watch it. He's like, yeah, but I'm just not excited. I need all the help I can get. And then, you know, at the time I dismissed him. But then later, here's an experience I had recently. I'm just going to come out of the trailer watching closet for a second. Where the film Thor Ragnarok is about to come out uh, in a, in a spell in a few months, right? right? In November, Thor: Dark World was the only Marvel movie that I haven't purchased uh, aside from Doctor Strange, <laughs> because I left and I was like, that was fine, and then I forgot all about it. So I thought, oh, this is a bummer. Like I feel no excitement for Thor. I'm sure it'll be fine. I know I'll go see it, but I don't have any of that. Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. And then I overheard someone saying, man, that trailer was really exciting. So I thought I want to I want to sit down excited to see the movie, not sit down thinking whatever I guess. So mm-hmm. I watched the trailer, uh, the first trailer for Ragnarok, and it was a really exciting trailer. It got me really amped up to see the movie. I was shocked at how good the trailer made it look, and I I haven't seen the movie obviously, <laughs> so I can't say this definitively. But I suspect that what we see in the trailer is doing its job in terms of like. We're gonna give you a vibe and hype you. It's not. It's not necessarily the movie. There's some surprises ruined though from the trailer. That's true. I don't know. I didn't see it. But I had already. I had already been exposed to those surprises by happenstance. I didn't. That was an instance where I didn't watch the trailer. I also am not super pumped about it because, again, Thor: Dark World. Oh, you should watch the trailer because it'll get you pumped. Well, no, because (laughs) because I'm pumped enough because of the director because of Taika Waititi who is. An amazing comedic director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pumped but for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I'm a cinephile. What I'm saying is that I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I feel regret oh over this particular instance because now I'm going to sit down ready to see the movie. It, I watched it once and then I moved on with my life. It probably had something in there that once I know, I'll know that I saw the shot from the end of the movie. But honestly, aside from the vibe of it and like a line from you know the the thing that Tyler's talking about, I don't really remember much other than it, that looked cool. It's all right. Plus, you've got right. six months to forget it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, let it, yeah let it it's rot. A few more of those, you'll be back to rot. my side. You so it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like <laughs> with <laughs> trailers. <laughs> with trailers, you need to drink responsibly. You know. Mm. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Don't overindulge. I needed. You're going to get pulled over? Then I needed what? to get buzzed on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll you, see. Too, too much, and you're just going to be Mike. That's well, what I'm, I'm down the highway. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, I need a buddy. It did, it, it did come at me at a weak moment when I was having a bad day, and I was like, I'm, I don't care. I'm going to watch this you thing. You need to pick me up. You and need an accountability partner. But it made me, it did make you me think, like, wow, I wonder if <laughs> next time there's a movie that, like, I'm going to end up seeing because we're doing an episode on it or because it belongs to a franchise or a studio that I see movies for, but I feel no interest in whatsoever. Maybe the trailer will be the thing that help helps me get there. Or maybe it ruins the movie. It's a, you roll the dice, my friend, you roll the dice. Hey, that's, that's life. Before we end, I've got one more thing to show these guys, uh, because it's going to guide our conclusion here. So finally, we watched what I think might be the best modern example that I know of of an effective, safe trailer that does what trailers once did to get us excited for the movie without giving us too much to give us a safe sense. I, I think that this trailer for the film Joy uh, does exactly what Matt was trying to describe a moment ago. Tone which, which and non-narrative scenes from Act 1 and 2. Just images, that's it. A few right, quotes right. from the movie, that's it. But yeah, I think in the same fashion, um, Warner Brothers released their only trailer and teaser for Eyes Wide Shut, which is similar to that, which is just images, no voiceover, anything, to set to Chris Isaac's Baby Did a Bad, Bad Thing. It was riveting, and I was absolutely <laughs> psyched to see that. Play. Was it just images from the masky <laughs> sex party? <laughs> that was the trailer. Well, Spoiler for Eyes Wide Shut. There's a sex party, and they wear masks. So with, with films like this, where it's, it's not a big blockbuster film, it's not you know Iron Man and Hulk yeah. fighting crime together. 20 executives aren't looking at it and giving their right. opinions on the trailer. Yeah, so you can watch a, a collage of images from the movie Joy, which is, which is um, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence starring alongside Bradley Cooper, and you have no idea what the movie is about because... N- as far as we know, no one's life is at stake. There's no like major explosions. It's just it's, it's a very off. even yeah. it's a very even story. Well, here's the thing: I haven't seen the movie. I have no idea what it's about. Right, based on that. Right, but you know tone and and the kind of the kind Let, of beats that it'll hit. Are you closer to seeing that movie than you were before based on that teaser? Yeah. That yeah, right. kind of funny. So you can. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you can see that series of images from the film, and none of them stick in your brain. So you're not watching that sure. movie thinking, "I'm desperate to see when she's walking down that road smiling." Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of the frenetic cut of it, I just I remember seeing that trailer and thinking as the trailer was playing, "This is incredible. Why can't we have more trailers like this?" Because I was uh, so. I mean, that trailer got me into the theater. I went and saw it based yeah. on. Like the cinematography looks beautiful. Oh, David O. Russell, I like his movies. I like Silverlining Playbook. Wow, cool. Jennifer Lawrence, sure, she's fine. Mm -hmm. Rocket Raccoons. They were both in. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if I wonder if dramas have an easier way of it as a genre for being able to cut tonal and non-spoilery trailers versus action movies. You could very easily cut out of the film Joy, just like any other narrative-based movie, and I'm sure trailers two and three were. A narrative version sure, of the sure, trailer. Sure. Um, I I just love the. I think whoever cut that trailer got creative and was mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, I'll just try to see if I can do it without right. telling you them anything other than this looks neat. This looks neat. Right, and we know it's different. 
we I mean we know it's different production teams and production houses that are making trailers compared to the movie themselves because of all that nonsense that happened with the Suicide Squad trailer where apparently the trailer came out and was wildly successful and then Warner Brothers went crap could you come and maybe like cut the movie for yeah, us they as let well? the trailer house re-edit them. yeah jeez so if I we're looking that, for really yeah if we're looking wow. for uh like good solutions to this problem about how to get hype for a movie without it being spoiled i think there are a couple solutions that these production studios should try and embrace well we need those and we need the solutions for our listeners that's 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 the note that's where we need to land this plane right let's start by you having a word with the production house yeah because you've got their ear one if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna cut a trailer with scenes from the movie stick to just opening scenes like that first act. like that trailer for Watchmen could have played out with just the the fight with the comedian in the apartment and Rorschach rappelling up the side of the building and it could have given you some narration from other stuff and that alone would have been enough for me to be like keeps okay. it mysterious yeah. right because that way once you've seen that trailer you know how those opening scenes play out and those are the first scenes you see in the movie so you know they're not a spoiler for anything mm -hmm. yeah if you can stick to just context and opening scenes that's one one right. way if two, the movie allows that if the movie allows that. Right. Two, and this is probably better, is that you create teasers that that are are not grounded in the film at all. You take the, your characters from the film and you put them in a different setting and they play out some scene that isn't a part of the movie. Give us an example, Tyler. One example is the uh, teaser for Monsters University. It's this funny scene with with um, Sully and Mike Wazowski in a dorm. And it's just like they turn Mike Wazowski into a disco ball and you're like, this is great. I want to go see these two characters yeah, I mean, I get in it, college. He's, he's round like a ball. Right, but they're none but of that. You remember these guys? Well, they're going to be up to stuff at college. Yeah, be none of that's in the movie. Hijinks. And you know watching it, this can't be in the movie right. because it's self-sufficient. And a better, more recent uh, example of that is the teaser for Deadpool 2. There's right. not a single Which scene. Which is essentially a short film. Yeah, right. it's a little it's short a film. And, and short, yeah. it's enough for you to be like, yeah, I'll go see this movie. Uh, it's great. One thing that did that Zero for us spoilers. was uh, District 9 did that. They had a teaser that was not in the movie and it oh, just yeah? made us... District was it the news, the news yeah. reel interviews yeah. and stuff? District 9 had a teaser before the first trailer made up of a lot of the B-roll of the documentary footage. Okay. Cool. And it concluded with the a prawn being interviewed that's not in the movie. And they're asking it questions like, where did you come from? Why don't you just go home? And the prawn's face was blurred. So <laughs> like, like their identity was being yeah, hidden. That's that's awesome. It was like the pi a pixelation that's a blur. That's from really like clever. And it played before um, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, that so was a great movie. Patrick cool. and Mike and I were in there watching it. And we saw this. And we all like looked down the aisle at each other like, Whatever that is, <laughs> <laughs> we want that plan right now. Or the the teaser oh. for Cloverfield. Yeah, right. It's, it's just, it's just didn't yes. even say the freaking name of the movie. Statue of Liberty's yeah. head rolling down the street. Done. And you're thinking what? I'll yeah. see it. Oh yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, I was right. trailer. That ruined it for me because I was like, I know at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Statue of Liberty's head that they had to make bigger. So there are options for for production studios. When it comes to promoting their film. Yeah, I just, man, I, I honestly sometimes have no idea how they allow themselves to get as carried away as they do sometimes, especially since we 
I don't know about you guys, but I almost always go and watch the trailer after seeing the movie because I'm curious how they promoted yeah, same it. Same here. And I enjoy uh, it a lot more. Yeah, and I no think kid. I enjoy the movie more too because I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good part. Oh yeah, right. Mm. The uh, I watched the I know some of you haven't seen it, but the trailer for Get Out after having seen Get Out in theaters, the yes. the Jordan Peele horror movie, and this thing is the most spoilery trailer move uh, spoilery trailer I think I've ever seen in my life. I you agree. Know, people always joke that like, oh, that just told me the whole movie. It is actually the narrative, the beginning, the middle, the end. <laughs> Right, wow. packed it into a. They basically they basically cut in order forty five seconds of the three acts and then put them together in yeah in in act one act two act three and you're just like well I know how it, this set up I know the conflict don't and I know it. the resolution yeah. hey it. so there's there's don't set up conflict it. and resolution okay, okay, okay. in a uh, story arc I'm glad there's a resolution that's how that's so, how those right. work now I know it resolves <laughs> sorry man oh, sorry f- sorry for owning that there's an a third act in that movie. That. Oh. So production studios, if you're listening, please take these steps to. Well, I think spoilers. less production studios, more movie executives realize that you are damaging your own freaking product. culture. Your no, own product is being. No, no, they don't care because they're getting people in the seats, and they don't care what their viewing experience. No, is like. because people don't care as much, and they're pirating it. And if they were more intrigued, they go to the theater instead of pirating it. No, it. Yeah. Me, what's All happening right. here is All that right. is that the people who 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 create these trailers or at least approve these trailers with full of spoilers that means they care more about your money than you're experiencing that film yeah that's true once you've paid it yeah well, they, they care how you experience them yeah they don't, right. got you a, they don't give a rip right. man so these production studios that create teasers that don't spoil the film they love movies the rest they hate movies Ooh, that's yeah. a lot of people who hate movies there's a lot of hate now movies. as for the rest of you guys Here's, I think, what we're getting at, and then Mike's going to tell you what he his counterpoint. <laughs> My recommendation is this. If you know you're going to see the movie, I would just recommend to pick a big one, a big event movie for you personally, and go pure on that movie and just see how you feel about it. Right. If Don't you watch hear, anything. If you're Christopher Nolan's making a World War II movie, that's it. Just yeah. commit. Don't yeah, see the trailer. I don't know anything about don't that look movie. Don't posters. You know the name of it, right? Dunkirk. Yeah. Sure. That's I know it. the Nazis lose. Because <laughs> history, hey. history spoiled that. <laughs> nah, there, there was a movie made by a director that we like where they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, everyone knows what we're talking about. Listen, no, they but, don't. I didn't want to spoil it. What I'm saying is, if you know that you're gonna see it, if you're, you know, a human and a Batman movie comes out or a Star Wars movie, you know you're gonna end up there at some point. Especially if you're excited, don't watch the trailer. In fact. Don't read headlines. Don't look at updates. Avoid posters if it's at all possible. Don't pick up the issue of Vanity Fair. Don't open the link. Nothing. Good idea. Nothing whatsoever. Pure. Don't Is follow them on Twitter. Don't follow them on Twitter. Right. For God's God's sake, clean your Twitter yeah, feed. You, you can't yeah. be Unfollow me. people who retweet crap. I, yeah. I know that come August, I'll need to unfollow two people on Twitter because they will start tweeting crap about Star Wars. Already, yep. and I just need to get them out of there. I've already and unfollowed them. There's a Chrome plugin called Unspoiler that you can put that I have, and it will cover every possible spoiler with a um, red bar, and you can type in the different values that you want. 
not to be spoiled, and then it will just tell you, hey, this might be a spoiler for Star Wars. This might be a spoiler for Logan. Really? And you can save the spoilers. It's surprisingly effective. It's yeah. amazing. You can save the spoilers, and then you can go back and read them after the movies come out if you want to read all the articles that you didn't read because oh, you didn't wow. want to get stuff spoiled for it'll, you. It'll What's find it stuff again? on unspoiler. It'll find stuff on just about any page, too. It's amazing. It won't work on if you use the Twitter app on your desktop, but if you use Twitter.com on Chrome, then it will work on that as well. I say that's cool. So yeah. avoid, just try it, see what you think. Afterward, watch the trailer, and then it compare and contrast to yourself. Man, did this uh, detract or add to my experience? And then you know, beyond that, don't run from everything because people are always asking me, "Well, then how do you even know what you're going to see?" It's like, well, we all know a ton of the movies we're going to see just from hearing that they're going to exist. We'll go see. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Who's without, not going to see? watching the trailer. You're all going to see Spider-Man. We're going to see Spider-Man too. Guilty. If you're in the theater and something comes on that you haven't heard of, it, you know, I mean, I, I follow movie websites and I still see trailers all the time. They're like, I didn't know the zookeeper's wife was a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. And sure then is. I watched the trailer and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'll probably watch that if I get the chance to get my hands on it. I didn't want to see Baywatch until I saw the trailer. That Baywatch for me is Thor Ragnarok for you because I was like, freaking get out of here. And then I watched that trailer and I was oh, like, I totally man, this looks Baywatch. hilarious. <laughs> I nearly went to see it today. I was like, man, maybe I want to go see it in the afternoon. But I knew the Y'all would be mad that I went without you. But we got to give final word to Mike. Mike, you're, you've got every You Hate Movies listener ear right now. They might be making a huge decision. What What do you have to say? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, being reminded of the movies that I've, in my view, seen too much of now... Uh, and and I will argue that I can turn my brain into mush during trailer mode. But when we're analyzing trailers now, I'm like, oh, I have seen too much of Dunkirk already. I've seen too much of Spider-Man. I saw the first trailer. Uh, I've seen, I saw trailer three of Apes. That's the one I referred to earlier. And it hit me like a hardcore drug Whoa. watching it. <laughs> it was like Holy too smokes. much. I couldn't stop myself. It was really, It was really bad. <laughs> And I can't, I can't take that one back. Um, yeah, so you can't unsee that stuff, no, man. No, not that one. So, th- well, really, you can't take any of them back. <laughs> access to a time machine. Uh, so, I would say, m- I had pushback on this argument at first. I thought, man, this is so dumb. I don't want to have to do more work for not seeing something. I'm, I'm fine with it. But you've been convinced. I, I have been convinced that I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. For, All right, man. For yeah, for a certain caliber of trailers, um, and this is it hasn't. I haven't implemented it yet, so we'll, we can. You can feel free to ask me at a later date how it's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be my accountability yeah. partner. You hate movies as your accountability. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that I am a little convinced on some of this stuff. Because we'll get you on a twelve-step program. <laughs> Do you have a movie you want to you want to go for? Yeah, is there a movie you that's know? That's what I, I feel like. I know everything. I've seen the trailer. Just don't watch. Now, don't watch anything else about Star Wars. Nothing else about yeah, Avatar Two. You've already seen the trailer for Star Wars. What I, I'm just going to let you know right now. This might be too much information. It's a spoiler in and of itself. But Boo Two, another Madea Halloween comes out this October. Don't watch going, the trailer. Going go pure, man. Damn, you started working on it yet. It's going to come out. <laughs> Dang. Two weeks filming it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Where do you stand in the great trailer debate? Do you just 
shamelessly indulge in anything and everything that comes your way? Are you pretty selective? Have you joined us in going full purity on movie trailers? Now's your time to contribute to this ongoing debate by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com. Hey, while you're there, did you realize there's more than a hundred episodes of this thing? Man, you could really occupy some downtime with all that. Uh, Follow us on social media at youhatemovies and or buy a t-shirt. In fact, do all of those things if you enjoy this show and you'd like to see it stay around. 